Welcome to our October reading with Intuitive Insights, the energy for the month. We'll talk about the numerology, the astrology dates, and I have angel cards and their guidance for the month. I'm going to start with the theme. And as I was tuning in, the theme that was coming up was shadow work. And I'll explain all about that and what was coming up in a moment. But I also want to share with you, as many of you know, I share uh, one of my offerings, one of my meditations or courses each month, and I offer a discounted rate. And this month for October to celebrate Samhain, because of course, uh, well, we'll talk about Samhain in a minute, but Samhain is a very special um, Irish uh, tradition and a date that we hold uh, dear. So um, I'll explain more in the rest of the video, but to celebrate down, I'm offering a discount on my healing meditations bundle. So inside the bundle, there are three healing meditations to release health blocks, release relationship blocks, and to release uh, financial blocks or money blocks. So these are really powerful. I'll leave a link below and you'll be able to access the bundle along with the discount and you can get straight into it and enjoy those healing meditations. Um, so I was talking about shadow work and the theme as it was coming up, it was about embracing your shadow and your light. And actually, recently I reposted on my Instagram stories, it was a quote um, that said, become as comfortable with your shadow as you are with your light. And apologies, I can't remember exactly who this was, but it was something that resonated with me. And I think a lot of us run from our shadow. Um, but if we embrace our shadow, and embracing doesn't mean dwelling in a place of shadow. Um, it's ultimately recognizing that the shadow is just an illusion and that there's nothing to be afraid of. And we can embrace all of it knowing that there is nothing to fear. So, for example, if you're standing with the sun at your back, you would be facing your shadow. And even though that shadow is U-shaped and it moves as and when you do, you don't assume the shadow to be you. You know that it is a shadow. You don't judge it for being there. You don't make assumptions about it. You don't try to get rid of it. And equally, if you walk past other people and you see the sun shining on them and you notice their shadow on the ground, you don't judge them for having a shadow. You don't tell them that they have to get rid of it or that they have to do something about it. So the shadow side, this shadow aspect of it, us isn't good or bad. Our shadow side, it simply is. And we don't have to try and get rid of it. We don't have to judge it. We don't have to reject it. We simply see it for what it really is. And the result is that um, when we realize that the shadow is this intangible thing that's simply a result of the light being blocked, then we realize that's all it is. That's it. It is nothing more than that. So we can become completely comfortable with our shadow side when we see it this way, when we know that it's intangible, when we can see it um, disappear in an instant and know that it has no substance to it. And we spend far too much time seeing the shadow as something that has to be healed, as something that we need to dig into. And that can be a valid route for some, but it's not the only route and it's also not the most efficient route 
Um, I believe that it's easier to first acknowledge its presence. So absolutely don't run from it. Um, if you've ever tried running from your shadow when the sun is shining, you'll know that it's pointless. Um, and number two, once you've acknowledged it, become the observer. Be like a curious bystander. Observe, but don't react to it. And that's it, because you know the ultimate truth. The ultimate truth is that you're not the person standing with the sun behind your back, observing your shadow. You are the sun and everything else is just illusion. And so when you realize that, when you realize the ultimate truth of who you truly are and the person that you see standing there and the shadow that you see, um, it's not real. And yes, it can seem real. It can feel real. It can be very um, tough at times when we are um, dwelling in the shadow, but we don't have to do that. We don't have to stay in that place. So I'm going to talk more about this as we go through the um, aspects of the month, but I just wanted to bring that up and offer you a different perspective. And I know that there are probably some people who will argue that you have to address your shadow, you have to dive into it and you have to heal it and you have to do all these things. But I'd like to offer a different perspective, simply knowing that it is intangible, it has no substance to it, and that you can acknowledge it, you can act as the observer, but you don't have to engage with it. You can be curious about it, you can laugh at it, but you don't have to engage with it. So as I said, we'll go through this in more detail as we go on. I just wanted to touch on the numerology for the month. So October is a 10 month. So 10, when we break it down, we have the numbers one and zero, and we have the uh, number one, which is all about intuition. And we have the number zero, which is about divinity. And if you think about the zero is a circle without a beginning or an end. So this is about wholeness. It's about oneness. And we have the uh, divinity and intuition working together. So we can tap into those during this month. We can work with that energy. And then the key astrology dates coming up, I'll run through them and then we'll go into the, each in more detail. So on the 10th, we have the 1010 portal. The 14th is the new moon solar eclipse in Libra. The 23rd is the Scorpio um, season, beginning of Scorpio season. The 28th, we have a full moon lunar eclipse in Taurus. And then the 31st, we have Samhain or Halloween, as it's also known. So let's have a look at each of these. So the 10th, as I said, we have the 1010 portal. So we have the number 10 coming up, as I said, the numbers one and zero. So it's an opportunity to tap into your divinity. But we also have the two ones coming up, which add up to two, and two is all about balance. So it's an opportunity to find balance and return to oneness. So I recommend on the 10th of October, spending a little bit of time tuning in. Um, you may receive downloads, you may just um, find it a little bit easier to tap into your divinity, your higher self, and taking some time out to yourself, even if it's only five minutes, it doesn't have to be a long time. On the 14th, then we have the new moon solar eclipse in Libra. So we know 
if you've been watching this channel for a while, um, I always say that eclipses are about the shadow side. So they're known for their intense energy. They're known for their transformative effects. And um, as I said, the theme for this month is all about the shadow. So knowing what it truly is. So eclipses are going to bring a little bit of this up. And I'll talk about that in a second. Um, because this falls in the sign of Libra. And Libra is a sign of balance. It's a sign of harmony and um, partnerships. So this new moon will be about highlighting these themes in our lives. So time to focus on relationships. So it can be romantic or otherwise. It's time to seek balance in your relationships and work to establish healthy boundaries. And then the angel of Libra is Zuriel. So you can call on Zuriel to help you to bring about compassion with your relationships, bring back balance and both with yourself and with others in your lives, because your inner relationship is key. And that's the most important thing to start with. And then the Libra new moon will also be a time of self-care and self-love. So Libra is uh, known, it's a sign of love and beauty. So you may find these aspects coming up on the Libra new moon. So take time to pamper yourself, to take care of yourself, surround yourself with things that bring you joy and help you to feel good. Now, I did mention that the eclipse energy is all about the shadow. So it may bring out the shadow aspects of Libra. So we have the positive sides, which are compassion and relationships and um, balance. But on the flip side, we have this energy of being indecisive, passive, um, procrastinating, insecure, and self-absorbed or overly indulgent as well. So those aspects of Libra may be coming up for you during this new moon. And if they are, remembering to firstly acknowledge that they're there and secondly, simply observe them. Observe if they're coming up, if you're finding that you're being indecisive, just observing it and being curious about it. And um, yeah, just really observing without any judgment, without trying to get rid of it, without trying to change it, just being curious, observing and allowing it to be there. Now, that's not to say that you can't change it or that you're not allowing it to change. Sometimes once we acknowledge it, that's all it wants. It wants to be acknowledged. It wants to be recognized. And often that trait will then release naturally and of its own accord once it has been acknowledged because we spend so much energy pushing things down that they're just coming up to be acknowledged and then that allows for its release. Um, so if you are working with this shadow aspects, you can ask Zuriel, the angel of Libra, to support you and to help you to flow through it with ease and grace. Um, I always love setting that intention because it really is your intentions that counts and the energy that you bring as well. So then on the 23rd, we have the start of Scorpio season. So Scorpio is about transformation. We have the Phoenix um, coming up and we also have the Scorpion, which is about transformation. Um, so big changes can occur during Scorpio season. And it allows for each of us to open up to the new. If you want, you can work with the guardian angel of Scorpio, who is Barakiel. And we work with Barakiel inside Fiercely Spiritual Family a lot. We work with Barakiel because Barakiel is the guardian of Scorpio, but also the guardian of Pisces. 
Um, so Brahiel is a lovely angel to work with if you feel drawn to during Scorpio season. And then on the 28th, we have the full moon lunar eclipse in Taurus. So the lunar eclipse is when the earth passes between the sun and the moon and it casts a shadow on the moon. So the eclipse energy is about exposing the shadow and bringing everything to the light. So um, I'm just after noticing the uh, light up here. Um, it's like a kind of uh, orb or uh, kind of, um, yeah, an orb. Um, so the eclipse occurs when the Earth passes between the Sun and Moon. I mentioned that. So it's in the sign of Taurus and it is an Earth sign. So we'll have this earthy energy and Taurus is all about physical pleasures, about the material world, about the senses. And it includes the themes of stability, security, um, abundance and sensuality. So we can work with those aspects during the full moon, but as it's a lunar eclipse, some of the shadow aspects of Taurus may be coming up. So Taurians are known, their shadow side, of being stubborn and being possessive, being overindulgent, being greedy. So if those shadow aspects are coming up, working with them, allowing them, acknowledging them, and again, observing without judgment, without trying to get rid of it, just being the observer, the um, non-attached observer and really getting curious about these aspects. And I think you'll find when you can acknowledge them and observe them without getting dragged into them, without getting sucked into that energy, um, it really does allow them to shift and to release. Um, and of course, that's not necessarily the goal. The goal is simply to stay as the observer, but the result of that is that you'll find that that energy starts shifting. Um, so the guardian angel of Taurus is Tool, and it's a great angel to work with for this full moon lunar eclipse if you feel guided to. And then, as I mentioned, the 31st, we have Samhain or Halloween. So just to give you a background, um, in Celtic Ireland, about 2000 years ago, Samhain was the division of the year between the lighter half of summer and the darker half of winter. So it's midway between the equinox and the solstice. And at Samhain, the division between this world and the other worlds was thought to be um, at its thinnest, allowing spirits to pass through. Um, so the reason why the um, people dressed up and wore scary masks was that they thought if they um, wore masks and pretended that they were these evil spirits, that the other evil spirits coming through wouldn't harm them or wouldn't pay attention to them. Um, so they escaped uh, the uh, wrath of these evil spirits. Um, but what I like to do is to tune into the higher realms, to tune into the light and to allow the communication between yourself and your higher self, your angels, your guides to open up in new ways. And um, yeah, it's a really lovely festival and it can be a great time to work with Uriel. Um, Angel Uriel is associated with the Festival of Samhain and also with the season of autumn. And Uriel can help us to achieve our purpose and to let go of thoughts, of beliefs, 
of fears that have been holding us back. So when you're working with Archangel Uriel, be prepared for powerful transformation in life. Um, Archangel Uriel brings uh, transmuting orange flames. And it's no surprise that during Samhain, there's bonfires lit, these fires that um, burn brightly, these huge fires that burn brightly and literally transmute um, the point of the transmuting flames is that you are transmuted from within and you become new. So remember what I was talking about with the um, scorpion and the energy that um, the, the Sagittarius or Scorpio season brings and that energy of the phoenix as well. So that's all coming up here um, and Uriel transmuting flames with fire of life. Um, so yeah, a really positive month for change, for balance, for growth, working with the shadow aspects. Well, when I say working with, um, more so observing and how they play out. And it's funny because when you do become the observer, it's like those shadow aspects become like little children that you just laugh at. Whereas before you might have gotten involved with, you know, anger or frustrations or uh, jealousy or guilt. And now you see them playing out and it's like little children just looking for attention and you can be the observer and not get sucked into it. Now, there may be emotions that you do get sucked into and that's okay as well. When you do get sucked in, when it comes to a point that you recognize you've got sucked in, just simply going back to being the observer without berating yourself or putting yourself down for it. So I want to go through the angel cards. As always, we're working with the heart and soul angel cards and four cards have come up today. So we will start with the first one. So this is from Pagiel Suite of Heart Desire Angels. And this card is Dokiel. So Dokiel is a guardian angel of balance. And this is the card of mind, body and spirit energy balance. So Dokiel suggests that you need to bring balance to an aspect of life or self. It may be home or work related or concern harmony between physical, material and spiritual self. But either way, you should review your position for it is preventing you from identifying your true heart's desire. If it is your work-life balance that is at fault, then this lies within your choice to change. However hard it seems, you can exercise free will and with Dokiel's support, make necessary decisions. Dokiel holds the ancient and sacred form of the scarab within his light wings to show you its beauty, for it symbolizes the harmony of all man's nine subtle mind, body and spirit energy bodies. Consider the simple yet powerful and life-changing symmetry of this image, Invoke Dokiel for guidance on how to bring this perfection into your own life. For in today's world, we want material and lifestyle things, but we should balance this with spiritual direction and development. So really beautiful mess there. And in keeping with the theme of balance that's been coming up as well for the month. The second card is from Pagiel Suite of Hearts Desire Angels. And again, um, this one is Halley. So Halley is the guardian angel of the colors of creation. And this is the card of mastery of the 12 colors of creation. So some say that 555 million years ago, the first colors appeared in our universe. 
but certain color secrets have only been revealed as and when mankind was ready for them. Hallie advises you are ready to master various color secrets, offering you the gift of the rainbow to help you towards heart's desire. The seven traditional rainbow shades are all connected with health um, to bring vitality to your energy centers, lift your emotions and or enliven your environment. Work with uh, first with these and um, then there are 12 colors of creation. The other five require sensing with the heart as well as seeing with the eye. For these are magenta, turquoise, gold and silver. Are you ready to focus on these more subtle colors to directly assist you with your goals? Turquoise enables a degree of communication with angelic realms, as does magenta, the color of a heart that is open to unconditional love and compassion. Gold and silver are for balance of masculine and feminine aspects of self, as well as for physical, spiritual harmony. And finally, the 12th, the pure white light of spirit of spiritual unity carries the angelic language of light itself. With Hali, strive towards white for realization of true heart and soul concordance. So this brings to mind, um, I was talking about the opportunity to work with the number 10 and to open up to your, your divinity. So this card would be a great one to work with and to work with Hali on the 10th of October. And our next card is from Sir Raphael's suite of Soul Purpose Angels. And this is Sir Raphael, ruler of the Seraphim. Um, this is the master card of working with the Seraphim creation angels. We work a lot with uh, Sir Raphael and the Holy Seraphim in Fiercely Spiritual Family. So Seraphiel's card denotes a highly spiritual life path. He invites you to allow your spine to become a vehicle for seraphim energy, cosmic spirit that emanates in columns of crystalline spirals from the stars. Its complete form is 12-point sacred geometry, star dodecahedron, with one point and healing harmonic for each of the 12 colors of creation. The sapphire blue heart of this star is the 13th point the divine Adam Kadmon self. Sacred geometry is the key to unity consciousness, connecting universes within and without, above and below, microcosm and macrocosm, like a jigsaw extending from the celestial spheres to the heart of your heart. Seraphiel encodes you with this geometry so you link with and reconcile all. Once you've attained inner energy balance, he will help you channel the powerful harmonic of his creation star to infuse your DNA at heart level. With this energy, embrace the color, light and sound of his light geometry. Love enables you to repattern these harmonics and to generate and receive healing fractals or holograms of pure crystal consciousness. Seraphiel may lead you on to the 13th point, for if your sole purpose is divine service, you will work with Seraphim, Blue Star Angels, towards heart and planetary ascension. So again, another one to work with um, on the 10th. And um, you can work with Seraphiel at any point. Um, but yeah, definitely that coming up um, for the numerology of 10 as well. And the last card we have is from the suite of Sacred Hallows Light Tools. So this is the gold and silver light room. I love this card. This is the card of light cleansing and balancing of inner and outer self. And 
It says, from the abyss of everlasting light comes the broom fashioned from gold and silver light beams, sweeper of the finite golden sands of this life and infinite silver seas of time itself. Choose how you wish to use this precious tool. The angels will help you as long as you ask with a loving and honest intent. If you make a decision to scour away past or present issues from your life, then use the broom's golden rays. See the glittering light sweeping powerfully around you, creating a clean and shining environment once more. The broom's silver rays sweep your heart for its purpose is to help banish internal shadows. Soul fragments may cling to you from people or things you have loved and lost during this or other lifetimes. Open your heart to the angels and ask to place such fragments within your heart flower. Try to see the image of each person or issue within a flower petal. You can then visualize the broom's gentle silvery beams softly collecting up these light energy particles and sweeping them into the abyss of light. There, the angels' souls The angel soul rescue team will guide them in reuniting with source, freeing you to move on for the essence of the light broom will sweep you straight towards your star. Um, As I was reading this, I was thinking I might have done a meditation based on the gold and silver light broom before in the spiritual family. I can't remember, but maybe time to uh, create another one. Um, So there you have the cards for the month and the guidance and how to work with those cards. So I hope you will use it and I hope this energy benefits you. And again, if you want to download the healing meditations bundle, I'll leave a link below along with the discount for the bundle. So thank you for being here. I will see you for the next episode.